following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Hey, beautiful people. If you love what you're hearing or if you have any questions, follow me on Instagram at Blue Hazel, B-L-U-H-A-Z-L. Let me know what's up. I cannot wait to hear from you. Welcome to Girl, We Got This with Blue Hazel co-founder Letitia Lee. Join Letitia as she interviews real people, shares personal stories, and talks raw, honest advice about all things sisterhood. Because after all, life is easier with a sister. Here's your host, my sister, Letitia Lee. Dear sister, let's start off with the daily mantra today. Repeat after me. I am strong. I am confident. I am successful. This mantra is going to allow you to remind yourself who you are. Because some days when you feel out of it, you're not going to allow yourself to get lost in the dark. You honestly can do anything that you put your mind to. Remember that affirmations are powerful. They're tools that will allow yourself to open up, accepting all the greatness that you deserve. Never, ever forget who you are, where you're going, and what you want. Give yourself a daily mantra to help guide you throughout your day-to-day life. And trust me, you will be so successful. Ladies, I got to introduce you to the woman that embodies that daily mantra through and through. Sarah Luhu. Yes, the pixie queen of all pixie queens, the beauty guru of every beauty product out there. Sarah Luhu is one of the most established beauty influencers, but there's so much more to her story. This woman wakes up at 4 a.m. every day. She's nonstop. Everything that she dreams and believes, she's doing it. Wait till you hear what she's doing next. And honestly, guys, I have an honest story with her. When I first met Sarah, she intimidated me. I was in a really toxic place when I met her, and I felt so insecure when I met her. I apologize today to her, and I really, really am so thankful that she accepted my forgiveness. And hey, that's what sisterhood's all about, forgiveness and love. Hey, sis, so I am here with, I mean, you guys already know who she is because you see her beautiful face everywhere. Sarah Luhu, what is up? Hello, love. How are you? I'm so good. I mean, I think it's so... I literally was just on the phone with Camille, which is our mutual best friend. (laughs) And I was like, Cece, what is Sarah's last name? Because I, like, literally, (laughs) all I think of is Sarah Lou, because that's... It's like your face is just everywhere, and it's so beautiful and stunning. (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible branding. But I was like, yo, what's her last name? And she's like, Bryant, Sarah Bryant. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's funny, when I go, when I check in, like, hotels and things, and they ask me for my last name, I'm always like, Bryant, like, Kobe. (laughs) And they, like... Some people, like, when I'm in L.A., they're, like, nice. And, like, when I'm anywhere else, though, everyone's, like, wait, what'd you just say? <laughs> like, what? Dude, honestly, Camille <laughs> said that, too. She said Bryant, like Kobe. Swear. Yep. It's yep. too funny. That's, like, the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. So I'm not going to forget your last name. Ladies, this is Sarah Bryant. The Renaissance woman. I mean, Sarah, I don't think everybody really knows all that you do because you're more than just Sarah Luhu on Instagram with a ridiculous following. You are an incredible beauty blogger, but you also have your own business. You can also decorate the most beautiful freaking cakes I've ever seen on planet Earth. Like, girl, you are like Renaissance woman. I just want to know, how do you do it all? Like, how? (laughs) I I'm like a serial hobbyist. Like, mm. when I find something that kind of piques my interest, and, like, all the girls will tell you this, too. Camille always says this. Like, I, like, bite onto it like a pit bull, and I just don't let go until I master it. So that's just kind of I, – I pick up new hobbies constantly just right. because I, I'm obsessed with learning new things. So 
once I learn it, then I can kind of like, it can take a back seat, but yes. like I'll still dabble into it every once in a while. But I'm like always on the hunt for new challenges. I just like to accomplish things basically. Which is so incredible to me. And Sarah, you said you have this attitude of biting down like a pit bull. Girl, I used to have a pit bull and I know how hard those damn dogs bite. <laughs> how don't you... let it go. <laughs> yeah, but you never let it go at all. Like where, what got that instinct, that pit bull instinct into you? Like where are you from? Like did your parents instill this attitude in you? Did you develop it as a, as a woman? How, where did this you pit bull know... instinct come from? So growing up, like my dad was an entrepreneur too. So I, I did view that with him, but I'm definitely, I'm a, a pretty big mix between my parents. My father is an IT entrepreneur. He owns his own data networking company. Um, and my company ended up being a spinoff of his. My mother was um, an esthetician growing up. So she went to beauty school. And so like, she was always the people person, the life of the party. She walks in a room and you know, she's there. Yes. Like her energy is just, amazing like I think I, I definitely learned my social skills and just how to bring energy into a room and kind of um, get attention when I want it from yes. people from her she's she's I call her like a Marilyn Monroe of my lifetime like Aww. people just fall in love with her when she's in a room and she's talking to people I joke around and I say my friends like her more than me <laughs> they are <they're> only friends <laughs> with me He's my mom. Um, my dad is just super, like, analytical, uh, very patient person, but very, like, a hardworking, like, wakes up at the crack of dawn. I wake up at the crack of dawn like him. Like, when I was growing up, me and him, um, it would just be us in the mornings because everyone else would be asleep. Even mm. when we were on family vacations, like, he wakes up re super early. I definitely got that from him and just kind of getting things done, starting the day rolling. Um but I have to say, I think that a lot of my go, go, go comes from um, me being a triple Sagittarius. So uh -huh. in astrology, right, Sagittarius in general, are, are, they're seekers. They always want to seek truth and truth finders. Um, and I recently learned within a couple last few years that there's actually, you have more than one like sign. So you have your sun sign, which is your sign that we all know about. Right. But you also have um, a rising sign and a moon sign. And it just so happens that I'm a Sagittarius on all three of them, which is that's wild. Rare. That's so wild, mm -hmm. girl. So this is I mean, that explains it all. Because literally, <laughs> right, just, just saying, I'm just saying Jay-Z is a Sagittarius. I mean, think <laughs> what he's built. No and big deal. He's a triple Sag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jay in the building. Right? <laughs> oh, my God, dude, this is incredible. Because I don't think people really know. I mean, everybody knows Sarah Lou who, right? This 355,000 following beauty blog pixie account. But they don't really know that you run a tech business as well. No, no. Like when people find that out about me, even like people who I work with closely on like Instagram, some of the, the beauty brands that I work with, like I just re I moved out of my office um, this weekend. I'm back in Florida uh, for a couple weeks and my someone I was writing to, I said, sorry, like, it's been a crazy week. I'm moving my offices. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you had an office for Sarah Lou. I'm like, no, 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 this is for my IT company. And I'm like, what, what IT company? Yeah. And it's just, you know, I mean, it, it's something that I started eight years ago now. So it's been, it's been running for quite a bit. Wow. Um, And my whole family works for it. So it, we have a couple other employees outside of the family. Um, But my mom, my dad, my sister and me are all on payroll. 
Okay, boss. <laughs> Get it, boss. IT tech it, boss. I mean, it, it really is a blessing to like, I mean, it's stressful as hell. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. to know that your livelihood of your entire family kind of rests on your company is a big weight on your shoulders. Pressure. It's definitely cool to be like, hey, let's go on a family trip because we can because. We're killing it all together. Right. Which is so incredible. I mean, just thinking about that in itself, you have a family run business. You have sisters. I mean, yep. I can pretty much say your mother is like your sister. I mean, you're totally a daddy's girl, which I totally am too, so I totally can relate to that. How has having an awesome mom and awesome siblings, this sisterhood, how has that helped you be a triple threat? So much. I mean, me and my sister are complete opposites. We're 10 years apart. Mm -hmm. So she was almost kind of like a mother figure growing up, too. Mm -hmm. But me and my sister, we're just so total opposites. Like everything that I'm just like kind of fearless about, she was a little bit more timid, too. So we we continuously teach each other lessons. Um, And we live together. my, My home in Florida, her and my nephews live with me. Um, but yeah, she's just a really good example on like nurturing because my nephews, I'm actually a month closer in age to my oldest nephew than I am to her. What? So like my nephews are also kind of like brothers to me. Yeah. Um, because my oldest nephew is going to be, what is he going to be? He's going to be 23 next month. And then my youngest nephew is going to be 18 in a couple days. Wow. It's pretty crazy. That's awesome though. So you have this dope family Mm -hmm. union that really runs everything that you're that you guys like it's like a it's a family completely which is like, so incredible very very tight knit to the point where like i mean my house and when my parents moved to vero beach in florida when we moved up from north um from fort lauderdale they built themselves a home my mom's best friend's home was built right beside my mom Aww. and then my parents built my sister a house built a second house for my sister to rent across the street from them wow. so my sister and her her ex lived there with my nephews. My parents lived across the street, so they were legitimately like you looked out the front window and you saw their house. That's so. Tight. When it came time for me to buy a house, I was like, I have to buy one in the same neighborhood, but I'm going to buy it a little bit further away. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on like the opposite end of our like loop that we live on. Mm-hmm. So. And then when my sister and her ex split up, I, I had my, I have a four bedroom house. I was like, there's no point in you guys moving anywhere else. Like I'm never home. Yeah. I'm always traveling. Like you might as well just move in with me. That way my cat could have some company <laughs> and I could come home to cook to dinners. It's great. It's a beautiful uh, setup. Dude, that's a life. Low key. I wish my sister would move in with me. I would love her to come I'm and cook. Telling you. It's not the best, bro. You can just come home from work and like food's on the table. What? And if she cooks something that I don't want or, like, cook something that my nephews are eating, I'll just go and go to my parents' house. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's across the street. Bro, you live in the within, dream. Within, like, a half a mile. Yeah, it's nice. It is the dream. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love that. I'm low-key jealous. You have me literally thinking about, like, I got to call my mom and my brothers and sisters. We got a whole Aww. squad. Though. We got, like, seven, well, seven total that we all have to, like, get together. We got to find a loop yep. big enough. <laughs> So I want to talk about your big chop and everything that started Sarah Lou, who everybody wants to know, why did you cut your hair? I've known you through Camille and you always had these beautiful blonde locks with these bright, stunning eyes. And then all of a sudden I saw on your Instagram, I was like, that's Sarah. And you had this dope ass cut. 
What made yep. you what made you do this big chop? So this kind of rolls into the whole like serial hobbyist thing, like me feeling like I have to kind of experience challenges and overcome them. So mm-hmm. I knew I've always known I was going to cut all my hair off at some point in my life. I didn't know when it was going to be, but I knew I wanted it to just be able to experience that in my lifetime. Like right. I wanted to know what it was like mm-hmm. to cut all your hair off. And when the thought was like coming to the forefront of my mind, I was actually dating this guy. And I remember we were in like a bookstore and you know, how bookstores have like the massive magazine sections. Yeah. There's like short hair magazine yes. magazine and I'm, I'm flipping through it and I see this cut and I grab him and I'm like, this is what I want to do. And I'll never forget. He was like, you'd never, like, you could never pull that off. Like, excuse me. Like, you're not allowed to cut your hair. Are you crazy? Like, no. And like, that was it. That was a wrap between me and him. (laughs) Number one, like, I'm such a rebel. Like, I have such an issue, which is another reason why I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I do not like being told what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand it is a fault. Like, I do not see it as a good quality of mine. Um, but as soon as someone tells me what to do, it's over. Like, it's just, I, I'm the, it's it's just this rebel deep down inside (laughs) of me. And so that ended that. And I didn't chop my hair all the way off, but I cut it into a bob, um, first. I had just been tired. Like I had had long hair Mm -hmm. for so long that it was just, there was nothing else to do with it. It wasn't exciting to me anymore. Yeah. When I chopped it into my bob. I loved it. Like I could air dry it. Whereas when it was long, like it was just too, too much. Like I couldn't let it like just go. Um, so I cut it into the bob. I used to go on like vacations and I remember it was so nice cause I could just get out of the ocean and just let it dry. Like yeah. it was easy. Very freeing. Yeah. And I went to Italy on vacation, um, for the, for my first trip to Italy and I was in Milan and there are so many pixies in Milan, like mm. ass pixies. And I'll never forget, I was walking through this plaza, and this, like, older woman, she was probably in her 60s, like, brushed past me. And I, it was, like, slow motion. The wind, like, went through her picture, <laughs> and I was like, that's it. Like, I'm doing it when I get home. I had already had my, like, maintenance hair appointment two days once I um, landed back in Florida. Shut up. And I, I'm like, I'm doing it on my next appointment. So my stylist didn't even know. I just walked in, and I... She had just opened her new salon, so she had just gone out on her own. I brought her a cake, and I'm like, congratulations, we're cutting all of my hair off today. What? And she was just like, she held, she was panicking inside, she told me afterwards, but she kept it cool, calm, and collected for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually told her, too, at that time, that was when, like, Pinterest, I mean, Pinterest still is really big, but I told her, I said, we're going to make the most pinned pixie cut, because <laughs> I could never find something that, like, I thought was versatile enough yes. at that time, like when I was going through Pinterest until I saw that woman in Italy. Mm. So I said, we're going to make something. I'm going to, we're going to make a cut that's just going to be versatile that people don't have to be scared to get. And that's what we did. And then I just did it to do it to kind of like show that you could still be feminine, rock it as a, like a badass, and just do all of these different looks with it. And I'll never forget the day that I cut it off. No, I didn't tell anyone. So I cut it off. I like legit went home to my parents' house and they were like, oh. (laughs) And I thought my mom was going to kill me because she's like, she loves my long blonde hair. Yeah. And she, I remember I filmed it. Like I had my phone recording and she was like, I love it. And I was like, oh, like this was really Okay, mom. 
And um, we went out to dinner that night, and my server wrote his number on my to-go box. And I was like, all right, I think it's safe to say I still got it. We're we winning. <laughs> we winning. Yeah. Oh, my so then, gosh. Um, that happened. I, I just had a normal Instagram account. Didn't think anything of it. But then my pictures started circulating on Pinterest, on Instagram. Mm. And I started getting asked the same questions over and over again about how I styled it. So... I ended up, I had like copied and pasted note, like questions in my notes on my phone. And I was just pasting it in my DMs to people who were asking the same things over and over again. So I finally decided to make a video on how I blew, blew it out. Mm-hmm. And that video went viral. And then wow. I started getting questions like, this is great. How else can I wear it? So then I made another video. That one went viral. And it kind of like snowballed into this massive following within months like I cut it at the end of July and I remember by October I had I think 20,000 followers and then by January I had 100,000 followers and this whole time I was just thinking like oh this is fun like it was just a hobby to me yeah I was like at like 5 a.m recording a tutorial a week and like editing it and posting it just in my free time like it was the whole social media aspect of it, social media marketing, being an influencer, did not cross my mind whatsoever until probably like a year later. Like I was just doing it and having fun. I remember my nephews thought I was buying followers because they didn't believe I was <laughs> oh, <actually> really. <laughs> little, oh, that is hilarious. Right, little bastard. That is hilarious. But, um, I was like, come on, bro. Like, you don't think I'm cool enough? And they were like, basically, no. <laughs> uh, I got to ask so you yeah, one thing. I got to ask you one thing. Go ahead. Yep. <clears throat> Before you finish, because this is just so incredible to me. You literally had a moment in this bookstore. You saw this magazine. You witch a boo. Well, now ex-boo. Said, I want to do this. He said, no. Thank you, next. Got rid of him. Got your bomb-ass pixie cut. Mom loves it. You're loving it. You're digging it. Guys at the restaurant feeling you. And you're, you're, this confidence is growing. And, and your, your picture is going viral. How does that make you feel? Do you, are you like, what the heck? Or are you like, hell yeah, I knew this was going to happen? It wasn't like I knew this was going to happen. It was more so like, uh, like validating. Like, you know what? Like, that's what really set the tone for me mm-hmm. to follow my gut. Yes. Like, I think that validation let me know, like, you know what? Like, you don't have to doubt yourself. You don't need someone else's approval mm-hmm. for something. If you feel like you should do something or if you just want to do something, it is no one else's business mm-hmm. or place. As long as it's not doing any harm to someone else, to tell you what you can and can't do with your life. So that's, like, my big thing that I preach now. Preach. Say, do it. Like, you have this one life that was given to you. It yes. wasn't given to someone else to live. This wow. is for you to do and for you to determine what you do with it. So at the same time, do what you want to do, but also make sure that you're not just sitting on your ass wasting it. Right. So, Yo, that's a word. That, that's a whole hallelujah word, Sarah. Right? God, that's so <laughs> real, dude. Yeah. So that, I think, is what kind of spiraled me into just saying, screw it. And, yeah. and doing as much, you know, getting an apartment in New York recently and just kind of going for things yeah Um, now i want to i gotta ask something obvious question that everybody's gonna want to know so has the did the old boo try to come back because obviously he (laughs) understood that you were fire but he didn't try to come back but he did hit me up not that long ago either like within the last six months Mm -hmm. and apologized and told me i was right 
Oh, okay. Now, like, I remember what I said to you. Because, like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, like, this is over because you said this. Right. Like, it just, I was just kind of, like, done with him. Like, we fizzled out. Right. So, like, he remembered, though. Like, he knew. Yes. <laughs> and he came back and said, like, yo, like, you were right. Like, you do rock it. And I'm happy for you. Like, it was all love. Like, yeah, there was that's no, like, nice. But I was just like, as long as you know, like, I know I'm right. And it, it, it is nice to know that you know that I'm right. <laughs> it's nice that you're seeing my face all over everything now. Everywhere you turn right? your face, you see my beautiful eyes and my bomb-ass pixie cut. I don't have cut. a billboard in Times Square yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Bro, you about to be on, you about to be in Times Square? I hope everyone on this podcast knows that your face is in Times Square right now. If not, <laughs> I don't think they do, but I appreciate right that. Sarah it's actually sent art. me a video of it. That was so sweet of you. Yo, that, that was, was awesome. such a wild experience, Sarah. When I went there, I was just like, yo, this is wild. Yep. It was, and it was one of those moments that you were talking about where it was like, I always knew what I could do. And you always have these naysayers that, no, I was I was too short. I had this athletic build. I couldn't model. Like, you're not a model. You're not 5'11". You're not this. And I was like, F you, right? But I'm going to keep chasing my dreams no matter what. So I remember that moment when I was broke as hell sitting in Times Square looking around. And I'd be like so like low-key depressed because I kept getting no's on casting calls, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, five years later, my face is in Times Square for a modeling job. It's Hello. just like hell like at the end of the day like yo what you said nobody can tell you what to do you are the keeper of your life you only have one life you can't let anybody dictate it and so many people are afraid to do something for themselves and they push those fears onto you yes you know and they don't do it on purpose. You know, they're not doing it to actually hold you back. They're doing it because maybe they're too scared to push their limits. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're thinking of all the worries in their own head for their own life. But that's for them to figure out. You know, like you can't worry about what someone else is worried about in their life or what they're worried about in your life, too. Like I tell my mom all the time. I mean, she's a mom. Mom's worry, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad, too, will worry every once in a while. But my dad knows, like, if I tell him I'm going to do something, he's like, oh, shit. Like, everybody watch out. Like, he knows, like, I'm not stopping until it's done. Right. Whereas my mom worries a little bit more. And I tell her all the time, like, Mom, don't worry. Like, I'm going to be good. When I quit my corporate job to start the company, she was so worried because, like, then me and my father were entrepreneurs. And he was like, what? Like, no one has a stable job in this family. I said, Mom, like, I'm, like don't worry. Like, I'm going to be good. Like, you don't have to worry about this. Right. Like, I got it. And... Girl, I, I got this. I got this. I got this. And you just have to apply that to the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. that's what I wasn't doing at the time that now, like, I'm fully embracing. That's so incredible. I'm so proud of you, dude. I mean, I just am always blown away. Like, next day picture, next day tutorial. I'm just like, good Lord, have mercy. Your parents created a beautiful human. How can I do my makeup like this? Can I cut my hair, though? Because I can't. My head is way too big. I can't cut it. I've always yeah, wanted to I cut it, though. massive head. No, but Sarah, I got a long head. I got, like, a long face, dude. I can't. I've always wanted to cut it. I was going to cut it when I turned 30 last year. But I, I, I got scared. You would look bomb. Oh, no, dude. I hope I can get the courage. I hope I can get the courage, man. But I want to go back to Sarah Lou, who you have this incredible IG Instagram sisterhood. These women are constantly coming to you for answers and questions. And 
you're literally there giving them these answers and these questions. Like, how do you how do you keep this Instagram sisterhood going? It's so weird when you think about it. Like, you connect to over three hundred thousand people. How do yeah, you keep connected to them? Crazy. You know, like it's just my real life on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. So my real life with all my girlfriends, I've always been the one that people come to and they're like, Sarah, like. How do you, like, how do I put this concealer on her? How do I find my right foundation shade? Or, like, what kind of lip should I wear with this outfit? Like, I've always been that girl in my group of friends. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just that girl in a group of, a massive group of friends. So, it kind of comes as second nature to me. I've just always been that way. And now it's just a lot more um, answering the same questions more often um completely the one thing that breaks my heart now though like i can tell someone you know what what nude shade of lip would probably go best with their complexion but so often i get messages from women saying you know like i just don't feel cute like i feel ugly like Mm. how do what do i do Mm. and it's just like baby girl like there's no way there's no makeup tip yes or haircut i'm gonna give you that's Mm -hmm. going to change how you feel that's something you got to fix on the inside yeah and that's one of the reasons why I don't know if you know this actually I'm going to school to become a hypno um a certified hypnotherapist what bro I can't with you Sarah what (laughs) excuse me can you say that one more time Sarah's going to school to become a a certified hypnotherapist I mean what is that what is a hypnotherapist it's, it's essentially like a hypnosis I'll be a master hypnosis but we use what? hypnosis as a means to get through to someone's subconscious to help them break bad habits um, in therapy sessions. So uh, there's a crazy statistic. It's um, 600 sessions of regular therapy, like a, a regular counselor that you would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the study gave you 32% improvement in your issues that you were concentrating on in those sessions. Six sessions, not 600, six with yeah. a hypnotherapy focusing on those same issues brings about a 92% improvement. Wow. So do I need to go See? to a hypnotherapist instead of my therapist? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, um, I would I would recommend going to both. Like, I think that for certain issues, right, yeah. like quitting smoking, um, fear of flying, fear of um, public speaking, mm-hmm. being nervous when you're asking for a raise, um, trick, which is um, – a mental, I think I'm pretty sure it's a mental OCD kind of illness where people pull their hair out, like their eyelashes, their hair, their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Issues that you want to change right then and there, right. possibly in one session. I would recommend going to see a hypnotherapist first. Um, but sometimes it's just nice to, to talk out. A lot of people use therapists almost as life coaches. Yes. Right? You're just talking through things. 100%. That's me case, all day. You're not going to get that with a hypnotherapist. You know, a hypnotherapist is there. We have an issue we're going to focus on. We're going to get to it and we're going to go ahead and rewire that subconscious to have the change that you want to see. So they really are kind of two different things in my mind. But if you're having issues with self-confidence, with self-doubt, and you want to have that taken care of pretty quickly, hypnotherapy is the way to go. Yo, how incredible. Like, how Like how do you just keep becoming this incredible <laughs> woman? Like, because of Sarah Luhu, your Instagram, in these women, which is pretty much an expansion of your sister that you already have, these women are affecting you and you want to become a better person. So you are encouraged to become a hypnotherapist to help other people that you're dealing with low key right now in a tech world on Instagram. Yep. <clears throat> this is like 
Yo, you're rocking my mind right now, bro. You're blowing my mind. Like, yo, I'm like so inspired. Like, how do you keep going? Like, are do you are you on like a special nutrition plan? Like, yo, like, are you do you drink energy shots all day? Like, what are you doing? How do you keep all this on your plate? I don't have a lot of free time, <laughs> but. I don't, you know, I'm just, I've always been a naturally energetic person. Like, I I wake up at 6.30 naturally. Like, that's, I wake up at 6.30 on a Saturday, on a Sunday. Not that's because crazy. I, like, I've never wanted to sleep in. You know, it's just not in me. So I wake up, I get dressed, do my thing, and I just start the day. So right now, like, my day looks like I wake up, I go live, or I'll do a tutorial on Instagram. I'll check my email um, for both companies, Sarah Luhui and Convergent at my IT company, and um, handle any issues. If I have any meetings throughout the day, I'll take those. Uh, I'll record some content or take some content uh, stills. If I have, like, a campaign going through, I'll, I'll manage those. And then at the end of the day, right now, that's, like, my hypnotherapy time. But, like, all of my studying and coursework, uh, one of the things that we have to do, though, is uh, self-hypnosis once a day. So I'll do my self-hypnosis in the morning just because it sets the mood. Right. Um, one of my favorite hypnosis sessions that I listen to, my instructor actually has like a library of recordings for us. Um, one of them is Finding Your True Potential. Mm. And it is like the best feel-good. Really? Like she she describes or hypnosis as meditation with a goal. So it's just like meditating, but you're going into your subconscious with a specific goal in mind for each session. And to go in and have something like how to reach your true potential as a mindset to, to set the tone for your day helps to get things accomplished. Dude, I can only imagine. Sarah, you're like... You're one of those women that, like, I when I'm saying I'm so tired, I can't, like, I think of you, and that shit gets me really energized real quick, bro, because you're not even tired. Like, you're excited. You're so, you're ready to continue everything that you're continuously doing. I mean, I get it, Triple Sag, Jay-Z on the, in the house, but, like, <laughs> it's so incredible to me because it makes me look at myself and I think we need more women like you to have, to be, you know, a model to pretty much say like, yeah, you can do anything you really want when you put your mind mm -hmm. to it, when you're focused. And I think it's totally. such an incredible trait that you have. And like this whole hypnotherapist thing just blew my mind. I'm still like, what? Like, how? <laughs> I mean, I'm over here like... I'm over here just kind of obsessed with the fact like you do these ridiculous Halloween makeup tutorials. Guys, if you have not been on Sarah Lou's Instagram, if you don't care about pixies like or makeup, guys even, you got to check out her Halloween makeup looks. They're insane. Sarah, you like I can't with you. This girl is so like talented. My favorite time of year. It's just like uh, I get to throw like all of the corporate things out the window and just I legit lock myself in my bathroom and just paint like, yeah. it's just like an artist locking themselves like in a studio to paint on canvas like I just lock myself in my bathroom let my camera run and just paint my face yeah and it is so much fun <laughs> our producer Steve right now is literally on his Instagram looking for it because I'm like yo dude it's worth it <laughs> I'm telling you you did Gary Vanderchuk and I personally love Gary V I think he's awesome what he does everything he's so inspirational yo you painted his face on your face and it literally blew my mind that was like a ton of people's favorites like 
That one was, uh, I didn't know if I was going to do it. That was actually a last minute one too. Um, I don't know if I could do it. So I just started it and I said to myself, like, I'm going to just give it a go and record it. If it's not good enough, like to me, then I just won't post it, but yeah. at least I can try it. And I was telling one of my good friends, um, he's my videographer, Dwayne. I told him I was going to do it. And I was like, yo, if it's not good enough, I'm, I'm not, I'm not putting it up. And he's like, all right, all right. So I finished. It took me like four hours to do that one. It was a long one. Yo. And I finished and I FaceTimed him and he was like in like bed watching TV with his <laughs> fiance at that time, wife now. And he yeah. answers the phone and he was like, he just drops it. And he was like, yo, I can't even deal with you right now. <laughs> Like, yo, Octo- I mean, it was October 6, 2018, you posted this picture. And I was like, yo, if I mean, I can only under- I can only see his face when he saw his face on you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. his it- sister actually wrote me and was like, this is so amazing. Like, I want you to do this to me. Like, <laughs> and we'll just show up and show him. And I'm like, I bet it would be a lot easier to do on you because you guys are actually related. Yo, like, your talent blows me away. I'm like, how does she... Like, you're not a triple threat. You're like a quin triple. I don't know how do you say that. Quin threat? Like, I can't sing. I'm going to put that out there, though. I can't sing. Y'all, y'all you don't want me to try to sing. Girl. Or hit a note. You just got to put auto tune on your voice. Everybody can sing now. We can right? go to the it's studio. Cute. We good. I got you on that. <laughs> Check out Shenanigans with Sheena Shea every Tuesday on Podcast One. Shout out right here. Everyone's favorite from Vanderpump Rules shares juicy stories from behind the bar with amazing guests. And I was like, hello. And she goes, <laughs> oh, hi, Derek. Good morning. And I was like, am I Derek? I thought I had turned into a guy named Derek. Check out Shenanigans with Sheena Shea at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. Now back to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Since we're talking about Gary Vee, I know you went to the offices in New York and you met with him. And I want to hear about this experience. How did this whole Gary Vee, Sarah Luhu collapse start? So it started when, I can't remember when I started following like Gary and the whole team, but I knew, like I had already been following when his Crushing It book had, was coming out. And I knew, like, I wanted to buy it just to support him because, mm-hmm. like, I was listening to his podcast. And that's always really motivational, too. Like, I'll listen to his podcast in the morning just to, like, light a fire under my ass, yeah. right? If I do feel like I'm dragging a little bit, I'll throw his podcast on. And just his energy makes me feel like, like, yo, like. Let's go. Like, All right, let's yes. go. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I'm just going to buy this book just to support him, if anything, right? I buy it. I read it, like, so fast. It was ridiculous. Like, my copy of it, my original one, has all kinds of highlights through it. I'm, like, reading through this. It's basically, like, a very easy read kind of game plan for someone who wants to increase their business success via Mm -hmm. social. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm reading this. I'm highlighting things in one color that I have ideas for myself while I'm taking notes. And the whole time I'm reading it and I'm thinking of all my friends' businesses that could benefit from these certain things. And I'm like hitting my friends up like, yo, like you, sh- you need to try this. Like, let's try this. Let's do this. Like, I ended up giving that book to um, my best friend's brother to read because he's an artist. And there was like one whole section on this one artist in there. And then I ended up ordering like three more, gave them to a bunch of my entrepreneur friends. 
And I used to, like, put a picture up on my story on Instagram and I'd, like, tag Gary and be like, yo, like, you guys have to read this book. It's amazing if you're trying to make it in social. It's just... It's worth it's it. So should I get you it? Know, it's, it's, you should definitely get it. Because I feel like I should definitely. get it the way you're talking about it, bro. Like, I need that. You know, it's just, like, it's, it's a really motivational book. Mm-hmm. And... It's generic, but the way it's written makes you think of ideas for yourself. Mm. Like that's how I what I took from it. That's why it was so valuable to me. Like I'm reading it, I'm reading someone else's story about what they did, and I'm just like, yo, like I need to do this, this, and this. And it was just such an idea sparker that I think it's totally worth it. So I ended up buying a bunch of my other friends, and I'll never forget. It was last February because me and my best friend were on our way to Phoenix. Her husband was. Um, he's a pro boxer. He had a fight. And we're on a Southwest flight. And everybody knows, well, that time at least, Southwest doesn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> it ain't no jumps now. No Southwest, but come on. <laughs> and so me and her are in the plane, and I'm rereading this book a second time. I have it in the seat back pocket in front of me. I'm opening. I'm scrolling through my Instagram while we're, like, on the tarmac getting ready to take off. And I get a message from like a group chat between this girl named Sophie and Gary V. And I'm like, wait, what? Like mm-hmm. I click on the DM and I'm like, this isn't right. Like this is a scam. <laughs> and then Wrong I, like, number. Gary responds and he's like, hey, what's up, Sarah? And I'm like, yo, like, oh my God. I, I, I like, turned my message and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't even like really respond to them because I'm getting ready to take off. So oh, I you don't got Wi-Fi. Exactly. So I took a picture of the book in the seat back pocket in front of me. I was like, yo, I'm getting ready to take off. I'm so amped about this conversation. Um, Just wait till I like, land. I, exactly. I will hit you back when I land. So I sent them the picture of like the, the book and the seat back and everything in front of me. When I landed, they were like, that is so awesome. Um, we want to add you to our list of talent, essentially, uh, an influencer database for Gary so that if he does any events and you're around, we want to invite you, this, that, and the other. That so is of course so I filled awesome. out like the questionnaire right away. And then a couple weeks afterwards, they invited me to come to VaynerMedia when I was there for fa- in New York for Fashion Week. So I came, I got a tour of the office from Justin, who is actually Gary's brother-in-law, but he's one of his, um, like, liaisons with talent. Awesome, awesome guy. Sat down, I kind of told him, like, how I came to be what I was, um, as far as Sarah Luhu. Found some ideas off of them. Andy, who is, like, the direct, the brand director for Gary V, is wicked dope. Like, he's just a really cool dude. Mm-hmm. He sat down, and he was like, yo, he's like, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, so many people ask me what... I think they should do next and I don't really care to answer them because I don't I know they're not going to actually do it he's like you're the first person who's come here that I know you're going to do what I I recommend so I'm going to sit down and tell you and so he wow. sits down and he gives me like this roadmap for my podcast and I'm just like that's what's up like thank you so much like I essentially just got started on the voice side of things because of that day wow now- so hold on Kim hold on you have a yeah. podcast that I don't know about I do, I do. <laughs> what? Okay, let me add one more to the list, Sarah Lou. What? Okay, so your next step, he tells you, is a podcast. So you start your podcast. Yep, so I start the podcast. And I did delay a bit. Like, I was I was so worried about perfecting it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what name do I want? What about the channel art? Like, I was so worried about the details that don't matter. Right. 
And so I finally came out with it, and it was like an intro of myself, like my background and everything, and how I became came to be. Because I get those questions so often from my followers. I want them to just be able to come listen to this episode and know what I'm all about. Right. And um, yeah, so I started. It's called Work Hard, Play Hard, and it's essentially like a motivational podcast. I had my mom. My mom's the only guest that was on it. I think she was oh, on episode two. How cute. And Everyone was just like, oh, my God, like, we love your mom because she has this Boston accent. Yes. And, like, <laughs> and the only way she would do the podcast with me is if I gave her a bottle of champagne to drink the whole time. <laughs> like, as we recorded it. I love your mom, dude. So it was a lit podcast. So can we have, like, your mom on the podcast next? I mean, gosh. She would love it, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm joking. This is too funny. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I love this relationship you have with your mom. I think it's so amazing. I also think it's yeah. amazing that you low-key manifested this Gary V um, partnership. Do you believe in manifestation? Do you do anything like vision boards or anything like that? I mean, I do self-hypnosis when I have vi- mental visualization. So, yeah, I don't really do vision boards because, like, I just can't take the time to cut yeah, things out. You really don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> like, when do you have time to cut things up? Yeah, exactly. But like, I will do like, I do a lot of meditation. Last year, um, January 2018, I had a partnership with the Calm app, which is a really amazing meditation app. Yes. Um, I was super excited about it. And that put me really into meditation. So I was meditating every day when I woke up, meditating every day before I went to bed. Um, Wow. And then at the end of last year. How long are you meditating for? Um, they're normally, it depends. So like either 15, if I have like an emergency, sometimes I'll do an emergency meditation and it'll be like five minutes, but normally 15 to 30 minutes. Wow. Now for the beautiful people that are listening right now and me personally, yo, I'm not, I've, I've been wanting to meditate so much, Sarah, but I have like that crazy brain that's like always on one. And I like it, it's really hard for me to get into this meditation phase. Like I want to do it and I sit down, but like I don't last more than like two to three minutes. Like, is there any tips that you can give my crazy ass mind to sit down? Because I know a lot of people deal with what I deal with. Like it's it's the mm-hmm. sitting down and calming yourself. Like, how did you get there to meditate to begin you with? Have to, you have to do guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Like but I still till this day would like be on the same way. Like my mind does not shut off. It is constantly running. Like, I almost have to do all of these things every day just to tire it out enough so I can go to bed at night. But if you do, like, the Calm app is one, Headspace I know is another app, sign up for one of those apps. It is so worth it. They have all kinds of different guided meditations. Like, there's one for forgiveness. Like, when you know you're Mm -hmm. mad at someone and, like, you're mad, even though you know you shouldn't be mad, but it doesn't matter. Like, your emotions are still mad. There's, like, a meditation for that. I remember one of our, our colleagues, like, another company really hung us up to dry last year and I had so much resentment towards them mm-hmm. and like it was bad like it, I went through like a month of like really having like very mean thoughts and I'm just a happy person in general right. like I'm not spiteful and I really had to kind of check myself and those meditations got me through it and got allowed me to kind of clear that out of my head um a lot that and some prayer but um <laughs> I think that you have to go guided because all of that focus that's in your mind that's running, 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 like rampant, if you do a guided meditation, it just teaches you how to focus that energy, mm-hmm. that mind energy into the right channels. And then the more you do it, the easier it gets. It's just like swimming or running. Like the first time, that first mile sucks. Right. Like, yeah. It just is what it is. It sucks. 
But once you like train your mind to go into meditation, to go into hypnosis quickly and like to calm down and be able to focus on your breathing, it it is like a training process. It, it practice makes perfect and it'll get easier with time. But definitely start out with guided. I would never be able to start out just flat out sitting down and trying to focus with just my mind. It would drive me nuts. So guided meditation, do you think that's the core of what keeps you sane with all this that you have on your plate every day? I think that my family and like my close circle keep me sane mm-hmm. more than anything else. Yeah. Um, Is it your sisterhood, your friends? Yeah. I, I mean, to me, this keeps me self-aware and this keeps me, it's almost like a dessert every day. Like I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to my meditation time. I my like time that. alone where my mind is quiet and I can just sit down because I make sure to put that time aside because the rest of my day is so crazy. Yes. But I think like getting through all of this, I talk a lot and like my <laughs> family knows that I talk, like I say outlandish things. My best friend told me one time I was talking to her about one of her old jobs and I was like, this is what you need to ask them for the raise. Nope. You need to come in. You need to do this, 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 and this. And she was like, Sarah, like, you ask for the most outlandish thing <laughs> that when it comes into halfway into your favor, it's still a win. I'm yeah. like, exactly. So <laughs> no like, matter what. <laughs> like, even if I don't get completely what I've asked for, right. I expect so much. And that's a, like a big thing, too. I think having a positive mindset and believing that something's going to happen, not doubting yourself, not doubting the universe. Um, is a big, big, big key to my success yes. because I, when I go into things, I go in like I've already cast that check. Like, like you already won. I, I'm going in. I know this is going to be a success. I know I'm going to kill this. Like it's over. Like it is what it is. Like, and I remember I was doing my budget one year um, when our company had like a, a rough patch and my dad was just like, you don't seem stressed about this at all. And I'm like, no, I'm like, you know when you know, like you you know, you get paid by agencies. Like yes. you know when you have this big check coming in. You, you don't know when it's in coming and you in. Wait you know and you wait in. Yes, so dude. Like you're you're like you keep calm. You're collected. Like that's how I feel in life. Mm. Like I feel like it's no coming. matter what, I have this big payday coming, and like not actual money wise, but in Ooh. happiness wise, that like I'm not stressed about things. Like I don't sweat small things because I know that that check's coming. You know what I'm thinking about? Cardi B song, Money, right now. That's, like, going on in my head. <laughs> money. Money. Yo, right? I think the next project for Sarah Lou, who should be a TV show called The Winner's Mentality. Because literally, what you just said is the mentality of a winner. Like, mm-hmm. you are winning, but, like, you have this mentality that all great legends have. And, you know, saying, talking about this, like, with the winner's mentality that you have, Every great winner, they fail, right? They have failures. And the greatness about them is that they get back up. Can you talk about like one time that you failed, whether it was in your tech or the Sarah Luhu? Let's talk about Sarah Luhu. Is there anything that you like effed up super bad and you were like, damn, and like and you had a down day? Yeah. No, I mean, you have those days all the time as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, but you you really have to focus on the big picture. And I think mm-hmm. I'm so focused on the big picture day to day that I'm not really worried about it. I will say like, like I've signed some contracts with brands that I shouldn't have, you know, at the times that I did it. Mm -hmm. And I essentially like hold myself out really because like it was for the money. I didn't like, I mean, the products were good. I always test the product. I would never sign a contract without 
like feeling comfortable with the product first but like the scope of work that I was signing on for I knew like was too too crappy for me right and I still did it and like afterwards I was just like yo like why did I do that it was like I almost like wanted to just keep the ball rolling just to keep it rolling whereas now I turn things down all the time because like I tell my mom if you're fishing right let's say you have you know your line in the water and you hook a fish yeah great you hook the fish but what's to say that you pull that fish in and it's a small fish you're like oh whatever it's cool it's a small fish but as you're pulling that small fish in a big ass fish comes by and can't bite your hook because you have a small fish on the line Ooh, a word you have to remember that you know, not everything is meant for you. You don't have to take everything. Yeah, you don't that's have to so real. Everything. I want a big ass fish. <laughs> right? I want all my I'm fishes like, to be big. Um, that's exactly. So, like, my mom is always. She always wants me to do teeth whitening campaigns because I do whiten my teeth <laughs> all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, and like teeth. I I went through a lot. Look, I had some jacked up teeth when I was a kid, and I had to go through a lot to get this smile. So mm-hmm. she's like, show it off. I'm like, mom, like, I don't want to do some small, like, teeth whitening brands. I want Crest. I want Colgate. Like, yeah. I want Philips Sonicare. Because if I'm doing a campaign for, like, a smaller teeth whitening company, even though they may have an amazing product, like, right. I'm not going to be able to do it with Colgate or Crest. You know right. what I mean? Right. Because you know your value now. That's what it is. You know your value and you know your worth and you're not going to settle for anything less. I think that's normal. When you first starting out on something, you don't really know like how it works or what's going on. And you like you said, you want to keep the momentum going. Right. So you're just going to grab them little fishes, grab them little fishes and be okay with it. But there's comes a point where Sarah Lou, who was like, yo, uh, like I need that big fish. Like you just said in that incredible analogy. And you know your value and you know your worth. And I think what you're saying right now, like a crest. Hell yeah. You better call Sarah Lou. She got a whole story for you. And it resonates with you like you are. I mean, you have a story to that brand, too, which is even more riveting. You know what I mean? Like, that's what sells. I mean, your gorgeous face and beautiful teeth, girl, that's a whole other story. But, like, you have a story, and you're not going to settle for anything less. I'm telling you, you want to call Crest? You know, know, I low-key might call Crest after I get off the podcast. (laughs) I'm going to help them out. I might just help them out. Right? Let me me do you a favor. (laughs) Dude, that's incredible. (laughs) I love, like... This is like, you're inspiring me right now. You're making me low-key already buy Gary's uh, book. I'm going to listen to your podcast so I can fall in love with you even more and your mom. Um, I now can't be tired ever because I'm just going to think about Sarah. I can't. But you can be, though. Like, you can be. Just when you're not tired, make the most of it. You know, yeah. like when you are fully energized, don't spend it scrolling through Instagram. Dude. Spend it doing something productive. Like, I try to tell people that, too. Like, That's too real, what you not, just said. Not everyone is a morning person like me. You know what I mean? I'm like, totally not. Utilize what you have. Utilize the time that, that you are active and motivated and just use it, like, as best as you can yeah. rather than spending it excited to watch Law & Order SVU reruns. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Netflix so I get sucked into those reruns, so I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But I will like be researching something or writing a blog post while it's on in the background. Yeah. And that's how I make it work. You're very productive, which is another thing I will be start doing because of you. I'm going to start guided meditation because of you. Yeah. And I'm going to research this hypnotherapist thing because I was like, you, I, 
dude, like, I can't wait to call Camille after this. Guys, again, if you don't know, Camille is our mutual best friend that we have. I know Sarah because of her. Uh, she's an incredible, faith-driven, stunning supermodel actor. I mean, she's it's a, just she's a incredible. Light. She's a light. And it's so cool how lights attract lights. And mm -hmm. I knew a little bit about you, Sarah, in the sense of, like, who you are, you know what I mean, what you do. But I didn't know all of this. And it's so incredible to me that I'm sitting here, like, so excited to call Camille to be like, yo. <laughs> yo, we have a really cool friend. <laughs> yo, like, yo, like, who is she? I thought, like, Sarah was just Sarah. Like, yo, this is a whole empire. Sarah's a whole entity. What are you talking about? This is, it's so incredible. And I think it's so inspiring how, you know, the reason and the push and your inspiration comes from your family, your sisterhood, and low-key, you know, your your community on Instagram. And mm -hmm. that's so... I love women that pay it forward and that support other women. And I think we need more of you. And I appreciate you so much for doing this. I mean, I got to have a personal moment with you right now. This is This is, has nothing to do with business talk, anything, all the incredible assets of Sarah. So let's talk real life. So mm -hmm. I'll never forget... I just, I think I saw you last at Camille's wedding. Our friend got married. And I don't know if you girls know, like, now tell me if I'm wrong, Sarah, if you're the same way, because I'm going to be 100 with you right now. I yep. am the type of person, like, yeah, I have a best friend and I have another best friend, but they also have best friends, right? And you're like, who is she? Because that's your best friend, right? You might have known her longer. Mm -hmm. Y'all might have a longer story together, right? So I'll never forget. I was like... Me and Camille were tight, but I had no type of longevity as you and you and Camille, right? You guys known each other way before Camille and I met. And I just remember meeting your whole crew. And I was like, <laughs> I was low-key like, who are all these girls? I mean, they're all beautiful. They're all cool. But I mean, everybody's quiet. They're just getting to know each other. And mm -hmm. at the point where I met you, I was in a, I mean, I can be a 100. I was in a toxic space in my life. I was in a relationship where I wasn't as open to women as I naturally am. Like to this day, I was in a space because of my relationship. I, I, I didn't have any confidence and I was very insecure um, because women to me was a threat because of my relationship. You know what yep. I'm saying? So I was very insecure and and that moment of my life, I just remember looking at you guys, and I remember specifically looking at you, and I was thinking, he'd probably want to date her, literally, because you were so beautiful. And, like, and I knew my ex, and like, that's how my mind used to work. And it's so yep. wild. I feel like everyone's mind works like that at some point in their life. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's not because we were wired that way. It's because our interaction with someone who didn't value us caused us to think that way. Yeah. So, you just have to get physically, like actually make an effort to take yourself out of that mindset, which yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we're here. Right? Yeah, yo, I'm so glad. <laughs> I had to do the work to get here and I had to get out of that toxic state. And I mean, I just, you know, I just remember like not really being as open and warm because I was not, I was such an, I was I wasn't warm. I was cold and I was in this toxic and I and it bled off of me, you know, and my energy then. And I can say that now because I've worked on myself to the point where I'm back to Letitia. You know, I'm not this insecure girl that's worried about who my man wants to date because I'm in an un unfaithful relationship. That's who I yeah. was. And I remember meeting you and feeling like that was like that's the thought that came to my head. Like, damn, she got some pretty ass friends like this dude would can want all of them like literally and that was my insecurity speaking so i had like you 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 come off and i probably came off really kind of bitchy 
because that's who I was at that time. And and I told Cece, I said, I'm going to talk to Sarah about this because I remember when I met her and I remember. Aww. And I and I and I told Camille, I said, I'm going to bring it up and I'm not going to let her know. She said, are you really? I said, yeah. She said, Sarah, <laughs> going to be honest with you, too. I said, that's good. That's what I want, because I feel like women need to talk about this more. And I apologize for being that woman to you, those at that time when I was with you and around you and in that space. Um, it was it's it was me. You know, it was me. I was insecure. I was not confident in who I was. And, you know, I wasn't I wasn't whole to create relationships that like I could only dream of having. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I want to apologize for that because that's not who I was. It was who I was. It's not who I am. If that makes any sense. Yep. And, well, I, I, we all go through seasons. Yeah. So your yeah. apology is 100 wholeheartedly accepted. <laughs> I appreciate and, that. And at the same time, I don't I don't remember. I honestly, because I'm. I'm very protective over Camille, mm-hmm. um, which I think all of our friends yeah. are protective over her just because she is such a light in this world. Mm-hmm. And going through college, um, because I knew her so so long, like her college friends that she had just made, you know, I knew they weren't good for her. Mm-hmm. And they were acting one way in front of her and one way when I would see them separately. And... So I'm I'm very standoffish too when it comes to or I was not anymore but like just to make sure like keep people's actions in the background when nobody's watching to right. be like all right let me see what kind of person this this person really is right and I never got that kind of vibe from you um trust me because I'm definitely always on the <laughs> I keep game I yeah game. yeah real recognize yeah. real hundred percent yeah. And so I, I, I never felt that way, but I completely, like, I've been in that same position. I know exactly what you mean. And now that's part of why I've been single for so long. Because yeah. I know, I know that red flag. Yeah. You know, I know what turned me into that woman that I didn't want to be at that time. Yeah. And I'm so steadfast in not becoming that person again and not allowing someone else to make me feel any type of way. Mm-hmm about myself because of their actions right so girl i i feel you so so hard because lord knows we all had our run-ins we all have (laughs) right we all had those run-ins that like shaped us into these women that we aren't and i think Mm -hmm. and i and i honor people that take the time to work on themselves that get out of those areas in their life especially as women because girl we be going through it and you know getting out and getting able to really realize like yo this isn't who i am you know, and doing the work and low-key seeing Sarah Lou, who, a.k.a. the hypnotherapist, and becoming the woman that you admire, that you, that, you, that you know you are. There's a quote that I just posted, and it's called, in order, it says, in order to love who you are, you cannot hate the experiences that shaped you. And mm-hmm. I saw that today, and I was like, this is, like, so real. And, and everything that I went through, I'm grateful for. Um, I'm just oh. grateful that oh. I'm still here to say, Sarah... I think you're an incredible woman. I probably was a little cold to you when I first met you, but I would love to, you know, can like continue a relationship in a space where I am whole and full now. You know, that did shape my life, but at the end of the day, it made me a better person. Yeah, exactly. Like you grow through what you go through, right? Yes. Like if I hadn't been through my tumultuous times, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Right. I wouldn't be as self-aware as I am. Too. Right. It takes your friends sometimes calling you out. And your loved ones calling you out to, to to realize who you are too, and sometimes it just takes some real, real, real time to yourself um, and reflecting. Like I remember when I moved, I moved to San Francisco in 2008 mm. um, for work, 
and I was alone. Like, I had no friends in that city. I didn't know anyone. And it was probably the biggest growth of my life because I went from being that girl who was afraid that her boyfriend across the country was cheating on her every night. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing what he liked on, I don't even know if Instagram was out there. Or like, Facebook, whatever. Right? Like, you know what I mean? And I was just, it was a time where that was my time that I went through and realized what I wanted and didn't want. Mm-hmm. And it changed me a lot since then. And I'm just so grateful for it. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, like, I'm so grateful for my ex bosses who were just complete douchebags because they, they taught me what not to be in a boss. Yes. They taught me what I didn't want in a boss. If I ever go work for someone else, like they taught me what not to do and what not to accept in my own life. Right. So you really do have to be grateful for the, the test. That yeah. You go through. And every experience is a lesson. Right. I mean, look at you now. I just want to say thank you for giving us your time because I know your time is very limited. I will totally probably be following up with you because there's so much more. Like I need to like I could talk to you all day, dude, about all these incredible (laughs) things you're doing, Sarah. And to all your 355,000 fans, like I know why you follow her. I know why you follow her. We understand your authenticity. We totally appreciate your talent. Like, I cannot wait to see your face in Times Square. Literally. Speak it into existence. Girl, I'm putting it out there, Sarah. (laughs) Yo, you're going to be out there because, girl, we got this. We we got all this, and we're going to do it, and we're going to kill it. And, yo, with your winner's mentality, I only see you rising and rising. And I appreciate you allowing every other woman around you to rise as well. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for... These are, like, good questions. I feel like some podcasts of mine, like, they ask me the same things all the time because, like, everyone wants to know the same... People have the same questions. Yeah. But I appreciated the personal aspect of this. I feel like it was definitely, um, like, a real insight into who I am. Yes. Because it's authentic, and I want to know the real you. And I think think it's magic when people know Sarah. Lou, yeah. actually, a.k.a. Sarah Bryant, like that. We want to know the, the real you, man. And I want to be able to have your story inspire the next sister next to us. You know what I mean? Like, Hello. and yeah. just keep it 100 and be honest and like, just honestly, honesty is just everything to me and to keep it real. Like, that's the way of life. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Dude, I appreciate yep. you so much. I cannot wait to catch up with you. I'm about to FaceTime Cece, our mutual friend, right now <laughs> and rave about you and just be thankful, dude. I'm so thankful for you. Tell her I said hi. I will, yo. We got this. And Sarah, All thank right. you for everything. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, sis. Thanks for listening to Girl, We Got This with Letitia Lee. Get new episodes every Tuesday on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and spread the word to your tribe. Hey guys, it's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. If you're into getting a very sassy, sexual, beautiful, inspiring, funny, oftentimes embarrassing, slightly anal podcast in your repertoire, subscribe to us, Lady Gang, on Podcast One, the Podcast One app. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.